Hello, and thank you for joining us today. This is Victoria Schnepps, and I'm here with my dear friend, Geraldo Rivera. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Straight Talk, health and wellness brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net. You know Geraldo from his Emmy award-winning television career. You might not know it, but he's also an attorney, an advocate, and a world-renowned journalist. I'm honored to have him co-host this podcast with me. The world has changed. Although telemedicine has been available, the use of it has exploded. We're delighted to be brought to you today by HIPAA Video. Thank you, Vicki. Great to be here with you. I'm thrilled to be uh, helping you uh, co-host this weekly podcast. In each episode, we'll bring you straight talk from doctors, nutritionists, and newsmakers on issues that are critical to your health and wellness. I want to tell you first uh, how Vicki and I met. I remember almost a half century ago how the two of us and a great gang of moms and activists worked together to help move the world on how people with disabilities live their lives. Today, there are challenges, again, just to stay alive and well. We'll present some powerful opportunities to learn about health and wellness. With this series, we'll present some powerful ideas to change your lives as well. Well, yes, Geraldo, it has been a lifetime ago when we met, and I was marching and advocating for my daughter, Lara, at Willowbrook. You put the spotlight on the problem, and we're continuing to make changes today. And now, with this powerful podcast, our program is brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net, the company that has revolutionized the way to bring you professional services right into your home, through your phone or your computer. Our first guest is Jim Cantalini. Jim is an entrepreneur who recognized the impact that telemedicine has globally and how it can bring the world together. Jim is a spokesperson for HIPAA Video. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good afternoon. I'd like to welcome you to Straight Talk and to learn a little bit about how HIPAA video is both simple, safe, and economical. Can you talk a little bit about, I call it simple because the use of it is quite easy for both the physician who's using it and the patient. Yes, Vicki. What's happened with the world today is the whole process of video conferencing has become simple and straightforward. And for a particular doctor who wants to reach out to his patients, it's simple for him to invite the pay or her to invite the patient to his proverbial office and have an interaction with them directly. All the patient has to do is to accept the invitation, doesn't need to download any software. There's nothing that they have to do other than accept the invitation and then open the application. So when the uh, patient comes on, um, can they use their phone or their computer? Yes, they can use a, a laptop, desktop, or a smartphone. All, all work just fine. 
remarkable. Our, our phones, I think with all due respect to everything else, I think our mobile phones are the way of the world. And I think uh, through a phone, we will run the world. And I'm so happy to hear that this is a mobile-friendly platform. Is that correct? Yes. Good. Both now and in the future with 5G. Mm-hmm. So I think that being able to have that uh, simple way of connecting to your doctor um, is also something that protects your privacy. Uh, HIPAA video is that protected. Could you talk a little bit about how HIPAA video is, quote, unquote, safe? The government created the rules for HIPAA many years ago to ensure patient privacy. And when HIPAA video was conceived and created, it wrapped around those regulations from the very core of the product to ensure that privacy. So with um, safety issue, a patient can feel secure. It's almost like when I give my credit card and they tell me all the protections my credit card has by being uh, giving them the trusting them. So this HIPAA video platform does something similar for a patient? Yes, it has not only end-to-end encryption, it also has a, a series of rules and, and of management of data and protection of data for the doctor and the patient. Well, it seems to me that that's something that um, could be um, very cost-effective as well, because I heard that the cost to a doctor is only $25 a month? Correct. Talk a little about that, about how... Um, you know, cost-effective this could be to have as a service to your patients, your therapy, to your clients? Well, the cost structure for the product today is that it goes through the internet or through a cell phone plan you already have. And so you have no cost for that. And then the software is already written by us and developed. And so it's simply a matter of you're utilizing your equipment, our software, and the internet. So it was interesting to me that you found um, that therapists uh, find this a tremendous savings of time uh, of patients coming to them and traveling to them. Can you tell us a little bit about how that has worked well for that particular kind of uh, medicine? Well, in some cases, you have patients who need to speak with a doctor with some urgency because of personal issues. And this gives the patient the ability to reach out to the doctor quickly and for the doctor to respond if, if the doctor has the time. Well, I think that the um, idea, too, of being able to, let's say, if you're out in the Hamptons and your doctor is in the city, talk a little bit about how time-saving this could be. And I'm a big nut about time is money. So how do you um, find that it has worked for uh, both patients and doctors to have um, them uh, be able to be seen on one of those platforms? HIPAA video could be on the phone or it could be on the computer. Well, you know, certainly being physically with your doctor or the doctor with their patient is something that's a function of, of time and money. On the other hand, by using video conferencing, you can you can eliminate the use of time and the money of the transportation. And so it's just a question of the doctor and patient interacting. And there's clearly a different interaction between them when there is video as well as audio. Certainly, one could call their doctor in a telephone call, but the visual tip-offs, if you will, or body language 
makes a big difference in how you interact with people. You know from any given interaction you've had with someone, a conversation you've had on the phone is a very different experience from the conversation you have across the table. So I want to ask you, if I had to have a cut on my hand, have you seen that doctors are able to use it even for things like, you know, just not conversation, but actually being able to uh, prescribe? Well, you know, the, the difference in video conferencing from a decade ago till now is uh, improved in so many ways, but certainly in terms of the quality of cameras today and the resolution and high definition is extraordinary. And so there is, in fact, the ability to see uh, with high resolution a cut on the hand, a rash, all kinds of things. And so there's, there's a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of possibility here. It's obviously not as good as being in person, but it's really the next best thing and it's very close. So do you think, is it also a future where someone could connect a blood pressure machine to this or uh, be able to take their blood pressure through a tele-HIPAA video? That's been talked about for the last number of years, and certainly that's not a problem here either. We could, we could simply adapt to that because all you're going to do is plug that device you have as a patient in your house, and you can feed the data through to the doctor through the call. Wow. It's a brave new world, but I think, you know, the word to me today is adapting because with this environment, you must adapt your life. And I think HIPAA video has been an extraordinary way for both patients and physicians and doctors and therapists to be able to reach their patients. So HIPAAvideo.net is where you can go to get more information or sign up. And can tell me again how reasonable price is it? For license. I think it's the bargain of the century. Thank you so much, Jim. And I hope a lot of people will take advantage of being able to use such a very resourceful and timely needed telemedicine way to reach their physicians, their doctors, their therapists. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Dr. Joel Student, who is a plastic surgeon and a specialist in both reconstruction as well as doing a variety of uh, liposuction, scars, breast enhancements, uh, many of the uh, kinds of things that uh, plastic surgeons are trained for. So welcome, Dr. Student. Thanks for having me, Vicki. So what kinds of uh, cases can you handle through telemedicine with the HIPAAvideo.net platform? Well, you can handle any questions that are medical questions at all straight up through actually a situation where you have to examine the patient. And that's not a function of type of surgery. It's a function of each individual situation. So are you seeing that there are things that have been, you know, able to you could even continue after the crisis is over saying, look, let's get on a telemedicine call, whether it be one of the evenings or night calls? Well, there's no question about that. I mean, it's one picture is worth a thousand words. And if a patient sees something, their ability to describe it is very much hampered by inexperience. And so, you know, it, it, it saves me a lot of trips into the office. So I think it's a convenience, not just for the patients, but also for you as a physician. No, I think it's much more convenient for the physician because you don't have to go running back and forth to the office. There's no question. It's good for the patient, but it, it's great for the physician. So are you uh, doing your surgery? Do you have your own surgery center? I do. So you do all the surgeries in-house, in so to speak? 
Well, I'm also on staff at, at several hospitals, but um, I do the vast majority of my surgery in-house with my own anesthesiologist and nursing. So tell me, what is the, of all the services you do, is there one particular one that's most popular? Well, for me, it's a combination of either injectables or breast surgery. Um, I do laser eyes, I do faces, I do you know, noses, I do a lot of laser lipo, but early in my career, I was the only plastic and reconstructive surgeon at a very large breast center with breast cancer doctors. And so early on, my practice skewed very much toward breast. And so um, I do a tremendous number of breast implants, breast lifts, breast reductions. So talk to me a little bit about the breast implants. I know they had been very controversial at one point. Um, are there now alternatives that have made it a whole new safe world? Well, that's kind of backwards. It's just like uh, the thinking back then was backwards. Number one, um, you know, I've, I've lear I learned a long time ago, don't do anything in plastic surgery that hasn't been around at least five years, if not 10. And, you know, the fact is that all the new things or many of the new things that came along with regarding to breast implants turned out to be negatives. Um, you know, they, they, they finally realized that there uh, is a type of very rare but very definitely connected um, tissue cancer, which is not breast cancer, which related to breast implants that turned out to be the newer, quote, textured implants that were supposed to um, – you know, stop the scar tissue were the ones that created the problem. And, you know, I never used them. I didn't think they were. And thank goodness I didn't. And, you know, the the original silicone implants that were the smooth-walled silicone implants are, you know, not dangerous in terms of, of that situation. And so, you know, it's an example of, quote, something new that came out that's better. No, you don't want something new. I mean, you've got 50 years of experience where um, either saline implants, which interestingly are silicone because, you know, people say, I want a saline implant. My answer is, okay, what's the bag? The water is in a silicone implant. The part that touches you is the same. And the inside silicone, if it leaks, is a cohesive gel. So it's almost like a gummy bear. It doesn't come out. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. And we know that you know, there's no increased risk of breast cancer or autoimmune disease or any of that stuff. That was all, you know, uh, false. And so the bottom line is you want to stay with what's tried and true. And interestingly, you know, none of this is I want big breasts. It's people that have had um, either no breast form at all and they're 21 and very upset because of the way they look when they go to the, the clothing store or the bathing suit store or it's somebody that had three kids and just wants to look like they did when they were 25 quote normal again so it's it's a very different business than most people think well i would think also that women who are, have double mastectomies or mastectomies that you're a god-saving person for them well the truth in that Yes. is that if somebody has a, a double mastectomy or mastectomy, an implant reconstruction is a good fallback, but is not nearly going to look as natural as a soft tissue reconstruction where you take their belly or their upper back with the blood vessels, and it's a much longer surgery, um, but you use natural tissue to reconstruct it. 
and they feel better, they look better, and they have less problems. Now, it's a much more extensive surgery with a much more extensive recovery. So there are people that do opt just to get um, implants, but while an implant in a breast augmentation situation where somebody wants to just be filled out, if it's done properly, it doesn't look so good in the beginning because it's hidden completely under the muscle and the muscle pushes the implant up. And if you go home looking good, you're going to look bad later. It takes three months to a year to settle and then you can't tell they have implants. It doesn't, they feel normal. They look normal. There's no way to tell. However, in a breast cancer situation, it's completely different. In a breast cancer situation, they've taken away a lot of skin. They've taken away all the breast tissue and the muscle is impaired. And so you don't have good coverage over the implant. And so in a breast reconstructive situation, the implant creates a mound that looks like a breast in clothing, but it never really gets the feel, contour, softness, and comfort of having your belly or your back or your butt turned into a breast, which you can do. You take pieces of all those with the blood vessels, you replant them on the chest, and you know the ideal situation is a natural tissue reconstruction when you have a post-cancer situation. After for, for augmentation for breasts that didn't develop, implants done properly are great, but not so much for a cancer reconstruction. So can you be uh, following up with your patients through telemedicine? Is that something that works for you and for the patient? Well, it's not perfect. I mean, certainly an in uh, in-person visit allows you to feel and you know what's going on which sometimes is necessary but very frequently patients have concerns that you can tell in two seconds on telemedicine is not something to be concerned about or is something they should come in and see you about so you can save a lot of visits well i think you know uh, with this life that we're living it's not going to be over so fast and certainly knowing that there are other ways that they can come into your procedure but they may be able to see you on telemedicine with a HIPAA video. And that really is an interesting way to be maybe a little bit more in a comfort zone to go uh, to work with uh, procedures like now. Yep, no question. I think that a lot of people are not going to want to come in. Well, I think uh, we're glad that HIPAAvideo.net has brought you Dr. Joel Student, who has taught us a few things about why it's good to have your own surgical center, how it is uh, important to know that your doctor knows what's the wisest treatment for you and to guide you through a process of plastic surgery. So thank you so much, Dr. Joel Student. Thanks for having me, Vicki. My pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Bye. You too. Take care. Geraldo, have you been using telemedicine yourself? You know, that's interesting, Vicki, because with the pandemic, uh, telemedicine is now becoming all the rage here in Cleveland with the Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals, uh, you know, two great medical institutions. They've all gone to telemedicine for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you know, it gets the word out. It's so much less expensive, so much wear, uh, less wear and tear on the patient and the doctors. So it's cost effective. It's really a great way to get a doctor and a, and a patient speaking with one another in intimate circumstances, privacy, uh, good advice without the wear and tear of a personal visit. So uh, I think telemedicine is all the rage. Well, I know that you have been used to traveling the globe. Um, what are you doing now that the 
world has all slowed down. You know, the world certainly has shrunk my world and your world and everyone's world. We don't travel much. We live in Cleveland, Ohio. I have my television studio here in my home. Uh, so I do my Fox News uh, appearances from here. And then we do the radio show also from home. Eric and I, uh, Erica, my wife and I uh, co-host the radio show together. Uh, you know, we're having a lot of fun doing it. We don't agree on very much, but uh, we agree that we love each other. Well, listen, that's what makes for good television, that makes for good radio, that makes for good journalism. If we all thought the same thing, life would not be very interesting. And I know you keep life interesting. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so grateful. And, you know, thank you for sharing your input and knowledge. This is Victoria Schnepps, Straight Talk, Health and Wellness. And thank you for tuning in. We've been brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net. Get more information by going to their website. Our podcast can be heard on schnepsbroadcasting.com and wherever podcasts are heard. Vicki Schnepps signing off. Bye now. 